Welcome to Kaiseki Anime, where we air new episodes every other week. Kaiseki covers currently airing anime, older series seen recently, and other relevant topics for the season. I'm your host, Marina, of the blog Anime BMB, and with me is my co host, Draggle, of the cleverly titled Draggle's Anime Blog. This week, we reviewed the spring 2022 anime season. So let's uh, start with the worst, like usual. I think there were a number of good shows this season to look forward to, though. There are less trash or mid-shows than I expected. I guess I, I kind of thought more of them would drop into this level, but then I, I must have dropped them, really, because <laughs> I didn't have that many. Yeah, I also I think I watched less bad anime than I usually do. Good. It sounds like we're treasuring our time a lot more this season. Exactly. So let's go ahead and start off with mine, because I don't know if you watched The Dawn of the Witch, did you? I did, yeah. Oh, you did? I did. Yeah, this was the last show that I watched of the season that I, when I was catching up on them. And I think that is partly because I was just bored the entire time through this show. I kept with it solely because of its connection to its predecessor, Zero, and I, I kept sort of hoping for more of what I loved there to be here, and it just, like, never happened. And I can kind of appreciate what they were trying to do, I suppose, like witches and beast fallen being persecuted by, you know, paranoid, crazy people. That's pretty <laughs> relevant to today, I guess. But it was just boring. And the whole, like, romance with, like, the... Young old teacher was kind of kind of creepy. <laughs> yeah, that ugly guy and the red haired teacher. I think. Wait, get it. oh no, that that too. I mean, I can kind of see where they're trying to do with that, right? Like everyone has like redemption possible for them. Oh, kinda. you meant the main character and the lolly. Yeah, teacher. <laughs> yeah, I was talking about the yeah. lolly professor, Los Sensei, and uh, the the dude. I was just like, that oh, one yeah. made so little sense. I just pretended it didn't happen. <laughs> yeah, no, I I had to be like, he he can't understand what he's saying. He he surely doesn't understand. And then he's all like, yes, I want to meet with you. And I'm like, no, please no, <laughs> <laughs> no, please stop. Yeah, what was with that? No, there was, like, so many weird couplings, like, that, and then, yeah, the one you're talking about, like, the, the torturing dude with, like, the nice young lady, school teacher, and then also, like, the weird sort of suggestive connection between, like, the mouse girl and the priest. I don't know if you, like, picked that one up. But I, I like, picked ah. that up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, these are these are problematic couplings. I could do without these, but, I mean, I guess it was sort of in the first series as well with like zero and the tiger dude but it was different because he was transformed into that and like i don't know it just didn't have as much of a creepy vibe as these ones did it was so weird with the main character too because they could have easily paired him with the red-haired girl they tried a little bit yeah right? but like, he was like oh i'm he's not, interested. not interested i only like exactly, <laughs> exactly. So I was like, okay, yeah, you know, we're not going to agree on this, but I kind of like your messaging, I suppose, about like the witches and the beast fall and standing up for themselves and not wanting to kill anybody. That's, that's good. Yeah, I, I agree though. I just thought it was boring. Did you have anything else you wanted to say about this uh, forgettable show? No, let's forget it. 
the next one I'm pretty sure is just me, right? Of course. This one's just you. <laughs> Fanfare of Adolescence is a show about jockeys, you know, the horse racing world. And it was kind of weird because, like, I've always loved horses since I was a little girl. Kind of a horse really? girl. I went to horse camp. Yeah. Hmm. Two summers or something in a row, I went to horse camp. And I do have mixed feelings about the sport, though, because as beautiful as I think a relationship can be between humans and horses, I also acknowledge that there's a lot of, like, violence and and abuse there, too, as well with how the horses are treated. But uh, this show is about – it's weird. It, like, feels like two stories, kind of, because at first it's about this, like – retired idol like he doesn't want to be an idol anymore he wants to chase his dream of being a jockey and it like follows him as the main character for most of it as he goes to like school to become a jock with all these other like students that become more major characters as the show goes on and then it like has a weird conclusion not even at the end of the series it's like part way through the series and then like the tone shifts to focusing on these jockeys going and going into a um, real life training for a year before they finally graduate. They have to like do on-site training. And it has like a total different tone from what we had earlier. It's more professional life. So it was just weird. I kind of get what they were doing with this, but I don't think it really worked. And it was just kind of, again, a forgettable show, sadly. That's too bad. So this next one is all you. Yeah, Shikimori is not just a cutie. I like that the first episode, and it's pretty well animated, but mm-hmm. it was just boring. And I probably should have expected that. It's really not my thing, these uh, kids at high school falling in love and stuff. It was even more boring than usual, because there's usually like, oh, will they, won't they kind of thing. Here they're already dating. Yeah, but that's like something that I feel like a lot of people want more of, is to see a relationship from the beginning, but somehow Shikimori made it boring. And I dropped it after one episode. Yeah, you're smart. It it continued to be boring. Yeah. I don't I don't even know like what it's going for. Like she's supposed to not be a cute just a cutie, but she's very cute. I don't know. I think it's trying to go for the vibe, but she's not just like that enviable girlfriend. She's also she's actually the one that's always protecting her boyfriend. I'm I'm guessing that's what they're going for. I don't know. I see. So the boyfriend is just a cutie. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> A klutzy cutie. Huh. Well, yeah, it was boring. Yeah, I'm sorry that you watched it. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Next one, I'm I'm sure it's just me too. Skeleton Knight in Another World. Oh, definitely. Another one I dropped after that horrendous first episode. Yeah, it was a horrendous first episode. So I thought it had potential to like oh, be, be interesting in a horrendous way. But that was the most horrendous thing. And then after that, it was just boring. Oh, so it didn't, like, go back to being terrible. That was really just there for the shock value. That was all just there for the shock value, yeah. The rest of the time, it just, like, the skeleton knight goes around with the elf girl, and they battle bad guys, and for some reason, there's a ninja, and it was, yeah, it was completely forgettable. Yeah, why didn't you drop this, hmm? Like, you could have dropped this even after a few episodes, or even halfway through the season. I've dropped shows at, like, six episodes. Yeah, I was just too lazy to drop it. I see. It's a weird kind of laziness, right? Like, you could drop it, which would be the real lazy thing, I think. I don't know. (laughs) Then you're just like, no, I'm going to keep putting my time into this. That's true. It was foolish. But I I did it. (laughs) All right. Anyway, next one is all your mistake. My mistake? It's not really a mistake. I just put it here because it's just mid. Like, it's not bad. 
Um, unless like you think this kind of animation is terrible, then there's no helping you. Like you're not going to be able to enjoy it because of the like 2D ish, very paper cut outy manga look. But that was present in the original of Therme Rome Nove, right? Like Therme hey. Rome aired like way back, I don't know, 10 years ago or something with really? a that short. Yeah. <laughs> I did a review of this, right? And then I looked at the timeline. And I was like, holy shit, this was like nine, 10 years ago that I watched the short. Yeah. Watched Where did the, the time go? Too. So this one is not a shirt. It's a full series. No, it's full series. And what's interesting is, like, I thought it was going to be, like, a sequel, I guess. But I misunderstood. It's actually a remake. And it's, like, a more thorough retelling of all the things that we saw in the short. Like, it has the same exact scenes. But somehow they were able to, like, go into more detail and extend, like, our time in these scenes. And it doesn't actually feel forced. Like, it felt natural. Huh. I'm not sure I wanted more detail. Right. That's why I put it at mid, right? Like, who asked for this? I didn't ask for this. (laughs) But, like, I wasn't bored. I still laughed. It was just, it was the same jokes, right? Right. So it wasn't, like, that newness, that freshness that I had originally, which, you know, maybe if I had never seen the short, I would have loved this. Maybe. Right. Hmm. I, I did think it was jarring how different some of the art, the graphic choices were. Like, I think his hair color is slightly different. And it is a sort of different texture between the short and this full-length series. But it's, like, still recognizable. I also really enjoyed, actually, I think my favorite part were at the end of every episode, they did like a short sort of interview with the mangaka. Mm. Like she was touring different hot spring locations and they were like getting her inspiration for what she uses in particular manga with what she's seen at these hot springs. That, That was cool. She must be really dedicated to hot springs. I think she just really likes Italian life because I think she was an exchange student there or something, and then she ended up moving there. But she still goes back and forth between Italy and Japan quite a lot. Interesting. Yeah, she's pretty... She seemed cool. So for someone who never watched their May Rome before, which would you recommend? I think... Therme Rome Nove is perhaps more palatable because it has more animation. I think that was really off-putting at the start with the short was just how not standard animation for anime it was, if you remember. Right, it was more like a flash animation. Exactly. Um, You still get hints of that with this new one, but uh, there's a bit more to it, and it just feels a little bit more normal. Okay, cool. So this next entry in the last entry of this tier... Did you watch Vampire in the Garden? I don't think so. It doesn't even sound familiar either. I think it probably went over a lot of people's heads because, as usual, it's from Netflix. So, you know, it's oh. Netflix jail. It goes past people who don't have that, right? And it's it's withheld until all of the episodes are out. So I'm not surprised if you missed it. But it sounds like I shouldn't bother watching it. I wouldn't say that. Again, this is at the top end of this tier because it actually looks nice. It's, it's very pretty. Hmm. And... I thought it was, like, a well-produced story. It's a pretty simple story, and the um, general tone is one that we've seen before, like this forbidden love, sort of a Romeo and Juliet between a vampire and a human in a world where they're supposed to be enemies, and, like, them coming together against all odds. And it has, like, a sad ending, but there's, like, hope at the ending. So it's, like, it's all familiar things. Mm -hmm. It's just, it's not exceptional in any way. So, yeah. If you're really into vampires and you like pretty settings, then maybe you, you want to try this. But yeah, um, I don't yeah. think I am. <laughs> yeah, I thought this was a decent show. It was just, you know. Okay. 
That's good. I, I didn't even know it existed. So shall we go ahead and move on to our next upper tier of the shows that we thought were good this season? Yeah, let's do it. Exciting part. Yeah. So first is Aharon-san. I'm surprised you didn't watch this, actually. I got a few episodes in, and then I just... The humor wasn't really working for me, and I, I like, never really fell for the characters, so I just quietly dropped it. Yeah, that, that's fair. I liked it. This this was on, like, the border of mid and good, though. Like, lower okay. good. But this is the show where there's this girl who, who never talks, basically. And it's kind of cute how she has the boy who, like, is her interface to the world. And uh, mm-hmm. he's really big and she's really small. I was kind of disappointed. It, like, it became a romance show, which I didn't think I wasn't expecting. Yeah, I got a little bit of those vibes and I was hoping that wouldn't happen. So it's kind of sad to hear. Yeah, that happened. So that that made it lose a few points. But overall, it was okay. I giggled some. Mm-hmm. Some of the characters were, were pretty bad, like you mentioned, especially this creepy stalker girl. I, I guess. Oh, yeah. But, oh, you know, God. we're going to talk about this um, with another show that I actually did watch, uh, Comey, Can't Communicate. Mm-hmm. I thought the two were, like, ridiculously similar in premise. Maybe that's why I, like, couldn't take two of them. <laughs> that's but, yeah, What is with these shows? Like, I don't understand the whole pretense of, like, having a character, like, the creepy stalker lesbian. Like, why? Uh... I, I don't understand why they have to include that character. <laughs> I thought the one in Kumi was worse. She was bad, but the Aharon one was also bad. I just, I don't know why they exist. Yeah, the Aharon one was, was like a creep, but the the Kumi one was like transphobic, so. <laughs> you can elaborate later. Okay. Um, yeah, next one is Ascendance of a Bookworm Season 3. I'm sure you watched this one. Yeah, yeah. So you, I placed it here. So you agree with me putting it in sort of good and not great? Yeah, it wasn't great. Uh, but I, I, I didn't think the others were great either. You know, I think there was still a charm. It's like that first season that like gets you into this world that gets you excited. I still think that one was pretty fun. I, I thought this one was pretty fun. Yeah, I guess so. It just wasn't as fresh anymore, I suppose. That's true. It is the third season, so... But there were definitely some feel-good moments, like, how long have we been watching this show wanting that damn old man to get his comeuppance? (laughs) (laughs) And it finally happens this season? Yeah. I don't know where where they're going to go from here. I guess now they have this uh, evil book publishers guild or something yeah they didn't ever really quite resolve that but i mean what do you mean you don't know where they're going to come from here basically what it looks like is that these first three seasons were all just the beginning like the prequel to the real story is what they made it sound like at the end okay yeah i i guess that's the vibe that i got is they're like okay well this was her first stage this stage of her life is closing right she's not even part of her family anymore right she has a new adoptive family um she's going into nobility Everything's going to be new from here on out is what it felt like to me. Mm. So I was like, oh, okay, they're kind of doing like Vinland Saga. We had all of this fantastic storytelling, but the real story starts now, or at least like a whole total shift in focus is starting now. Mm. I didn't think it was going to be such a big shift. Like she's still going to work with the same people on her books. Maybe. I'm figuring that they're going to spend like the majority of her time now in nobility and having to navigate those circles. And she's going to have to figure out like how to hold on to her business and her like desire to read books while navigating this new world with these new um, obligations. Yeah, that makes sense. And like so much of these stories centered on like her closeness to her family. And now she's not going to have them. At least it seems like she's like totally cut off from them. Yeah. Well, 
it sounds like she can still like see them, but they just have to treat her as an ability. Yeah, that's really sad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, I don't get this show sometimes. But <laughs> it does feel like it has a little too much on its plate with what it's trying to do. Yeah, it often has like these very dark things, and it yeah. just it just kind of accepts them. And mine's like, oh, that's the way the world is. Can't talk to my family anymore. Exactly. I, I think that's kind of why it works for me, even though it feels like a lot. It's because isn't that kind of life? Is You just have these bad things and you have too many things and you have to juggle them and still move forward. Yeah, yeah. So I, I still enjoyed it. I did too. Like it has its like problematic areas, but we always talked about like, I know you love the whole the children labor kind of thing. <laughs> yeah yeah like i was saying it has a lot of things it just uh accepts yeah which maybe it shouldn't yeah at least it doesn't have slavery so far indentured servitude i'm not quite sure how to how to define some of it but that's true yeah it's pretty close to slavery well on that cheerful note i think uh the next one is all yours dance 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 yes this was a show about ballet which was nice to have because I can't really think of any recent ones in memory. Um, I know that there are Princess classics Tutu. out there. Exactly. But like more recently in this style, I, I can't really think of much other than like ice skating with Yuri on Ice and Welcome to the Ballroom with Ballroom Dancing. Dance Dancer sort of follows in that stylistic footstep with ballet and the main character is a guy, which is not expected, I think, for most people. They wouldn't really expect that we'd have a protagonist who's, you know, this guy who's really conflicted about whether or not he can pursue ballet, which is something he's loved since a child. Wasn't it also a guy and welcome to the ballroom? Yeah, it's it's uh, a guy in all three of them, actually. Yeah, that's right? true. Yuri and Ice, welcome to the ballroom. So maybe it should be expected at this point. I guess so. Do you think that they're being a dead horse with this? Because, like, somehow it still feels a little bit surprising, particularly in ballet to me. Yeah, no, that that's true. Um, so even though I guess it has, like, the same outline as the others, this one's interesting because it's, like, from an even younger age, it shows that he's been interested since he was, like, really little. Mm-hmm. And just, like, people's reactions around him made him kind of feel bad for liking ballet. And then his father passing away gave him this, like, notion that he needed to be head of the family, which means strength, which means not ballet. <laughs> so um, he has to, like, grapple with that for the first few episodes before he's able to sort of jump deep into that world. And we get some really cool dance scenes. I have a a friend who is a ballet teacher, actually, and I had him watch this, or I recommended this to him, and he actually was quite impressed. He's like, they must have had someone in ballet working with this because, like, everything's pretty accurate. Hmm. So that was cool to hear. Okay, good. Yeah. Um, But it is very, like, teenager angst, and there's, like, romance and broken hearts and all of that, like, great coming-of-age shit is here, too. So uh, it's a little over-the-top sometimes, but I feel that's pretty authentic to how teenagers can be. Okay. Well, I, I like the teenage over-the-top coming-of-age shit, but how much, like, sports were there? Were there any tournament arcs? Uh, I don't know if tournament per se. Like, they have some tests that they have to do, but it doesn't, like, feel like your standard, like, tournament or competition. Okay. okay. So I I think you might have actually liked this if you had tried it. Okay, yeah, I I was a little tempted to watch this, but decided Mm -hmm. not to. Okay, well, if you ever, like, have a dull season, maybe. Yeah, cool. Uh, The next show is on me, Day Day Life 4. Did you watch any Day Day Life? I don't think so. I I think I tried with the Uh, first season, and I don't believe I could get into it. 
It's a classic. Is it? Is it now? Yeah, it got okay. four seasons because everyone loved it so much. Definitely. But this is this guy has to date all these girls to save the world and prevent world destruction. What a terrible lot in life. Yes, and he's helped <laughs> by his uh, spaceship run by his sister, and they like pull the crew for what he should do on the dates, and they always choose like the dumbest choice. Anyway, this season got some new people I had to date. There was the manga artist. There was the space alien girl. And I actually haven't finished this. I'm watching it with Classy. We're all really enjoying enjoying it, uh, especially this last arc, uh, The Best Girl, Kurumi, Returned. Ooh. So chaos has ensued. How close are you to the end? Uh, we have four more episodes left. Okay. Almost there then. Yeah. I'm glad you guys are enjoying this. We are, we are. Anyway, next show, we both watched Day I'm On, Recipe mm-hmm. for Happiness. And mm-hmm. I would have also put this in the good category. I'm surprised you didn't push it up, because you seemed to really enjoy it at the start. I still really enjoyed it. Yeah. And I guess it doesn't mean that you didn't enjoy it. It just wasn't exceptional in any way. It was just really, it was a solid show. Yeah, exactly. And th- this was in, like, the upper part of the goods. Mm-hmm. But I I think we we do a episode on this here. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, but I I liked the little kid, but it, it wasn't any uh, at least so far no uh, no incest type things. Thank goodness for that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like she downright seems to dislike him most of the time. Exactly, that's a realistic family. Yeah, I think so because like how often? I mean, at least with me, I probably look like I hated my parents through most of me growing up but you know when it really really counts i do love them (laughs) exactly same it's the standard way i think they portrayed that really well yeah exactly Uh, and i really like the ex-girlfriend there wasn't enough of her actually i feel like they could have like focused on her a little bit more yeah but okay particularly at the end i kind of wanted more i i was a little dissatisfied with the ending i'm not gonna lie i don't know how you felt about how it ended i kind of forgot wasn't it just a things keep going ending yeah basically and then it was sort of like they had this weird couple of shots of her father like just walking around doing his own thing and i was kind of like why focus on this jerk who left her behind he never even comes back like i kind of thought he was going to come back um but he doesn't and then they like waste our time showing us him and it just made me kind of upset on her behalf yeah the dad was useless the mom was useless too i was reading this thing about japanese divorce uh and it it was crazy like apparently in the japanese divorce like if they have multiple kids like the dad takes one kid the mom takes one kid and then they never see each other again that seems really bizarre. I like agree. Maybe it's more peaceful overall, but I don't know if that's really better for the kids. Apparently, the Koizumi, like the ex-prime minister, he had a divorce, and mm-hmm. then he never saw the kid. He left with the mom again, and the kid like tried to meet him, and he refused. That's really bizarre to me. I agree. Well, like the situation in this anime is like the whole thing is weird, right? Like. The mom leaves for work. So it's not like she wanted to not see her daughter, right? She left for work. And then, like, while she's away, then the dad abandons her, right? Right. (laughs) Abandons her to the family of his friend. Because I think we've already ascertained that they're friends, right? 
Yeah, but it wasn't. Did he like intentionally leave them with? I don't know. That's what's unclear, right? I would like to think that he chose them specifically because he knows that it's a relative that he can like, the relatives of a friend that he can trust. But he wasn't even there when the kid was left there. So, and he didn't even tell them like that he was the parent. (laughs) Yeah. So like, I'm not quite sure how much to blame the mom because yeah, it's pretty shitty that the mom like I know that you want to provide for your family and that you might want to go to work and you might have like intentions of calling the kid to you when you're settled in. But like that was a long time to not have contact with your kid. And and she claims that she couldn't find her, but I don't know. I guess there's just not enough information about it, but I, I just am not really happy with the mother either. No, the mother is garbage. I agree. Yeah, it was also nice just seeing like the candy shop and I liked uh, that that episode with the new assistant who like comes to officiate him. Yeah, that was nice. Like she was being all uppity, not understanding like why you should be personable. Yeah. Uh and then she like figures out later like you know, it does matter. <laughs> and yeah. then we see how she actually has such an adoration for the older <laughs> worker. I don't know what to call him. The older chef? The, the grandpa. It's, it's not the grandpa. It was the relative, right? The, or not the relative. It's the other guy who, guy who works there because the grandpa's dead. Oh, really? I thought that was... That was the main guy's dad. No, I'm pretty sure it was the other dude, not 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 the dad. Like he thought she was looking at his dad, but she was actually looking at the other older man. Oh, okay. I I hadn't realized that. I'm I'm bad at keeping track of the all the characters. <laughs> yeah, especially the at least the older guys. characters and the staff. Yeah, the mom I could remember because she was uh, she was very funny. She was funny answering the phone. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, next, we both watched this one, I think. The Executioner and Her Way of Life. Yeah, this was a fun show, even though it was terrible, like, parts of it, but it was also fun. <laughs> yeah, I liked it. It was pretty goofy and uh, lots of uh, action scenes. The first episode was a big shocker. The first episode, I think, was definitely one of the shocking, most shocking episodes of the season. Yeah, and after that, it, it calmed down a little bit, but it, it was still enjoyable. I don't think it quite lived up to the first episode after no, that. No, it, it didn't. Nah. Uh, and there were definitely, like, moments that I wish weren't in there. Like, Momo. I feel like a lot of the time Momo was just an annoying character. She was annoying. <laughs> I guess she was kind of okay with the princess. Like, their back and forth couple. was funny. But uh, mostly I didn't really want her scenes. No, I agreed. But then also, like, is it Akari, the the schoolgirl? Like, Akari. I found her pretty creepy a lot of the time, too. Just, like, her obsession that with Menno. That was good about her. I, I guess that's interesting, right? Was, yeah. But she's also, like, creepy in my mind. Well, Menno is creepy, too. She wants to murder her girlfriend, so. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't really consider her a girlfriend. What do you mean? Like. <laughs> oh, she's to- they're totally girlfriends. You know that's what I was building up to. Yeah, but that is not what is presently the accepted mindset here. Okay, she she totally wants to murder her future girlfriend. I'll accept that. Okay, good. <laughs> Alright, the next one's all you. Oh yeah, the greatest demon learned is reborn as a typical nobody. This one, I actually thought it was kind of fun. It was really stupid. Okay. But it it had like the the demon lord from the past is reborn in the future. And he sees what happens. And he's he's kind of, like, ridiculously powerful, but he mostly is just, like, this goofy guy. I, I thought it was funny that the female characters were all uh, all fighting over him and being idiots. And their their outfits are ridiculous. 
I don't think I explained this well, but it was a stupid, fun show. Yeah, I mean, I didn't see it, so I wouldn't fully understand, but I mean, if you enjoyed it, that's good. Exactly. The next one is your one good show that I would have put down to, to trash. Healer to. Girl. Really? I was so disappointed in this. Oh, okay. So just as a review, this is a show about these girls where it is apparently real that singing can heal. And it seems to be sort of more minor healing, right? Like it's not like someone is bleeding to death and they're going to heal them with their singing. No, no, no. It's like more like stabilizing their breathing, right? Although they they can support the doctors who do the same. Exactly. Yes. Um, But it is real. It's not like fake medicine here going on, <laughs> even though I got vibes of that at the start. But um, it's just like an, an accepted form of medicine in this world, which is, which is fine. And it was pretty fantastic at the start how like it really did feel like a musical, right? Yeah. Like, that's what drew us both to it was the fact that like they were constantly singing and it was pretty cool. It was pretty cool, but the contents were very lame. Okay, feel free to elaborate. Like why was it, what contents were lame for you? It was just boring. It's just they go to school and they do school stuff, and they yeah. make friends. I, I have to agree with you. Like, it was interesting and new at the start, and then they get into this, like, routine, right? Yeah. And then it spends more time – when you say school, you're talking about when they, like, actually go to, like, their school studies, right? And yeah. they have, like, the cultural – I think they it was the cultural the festival. Sports festival. Sports festival. Yeah. And, like, that one was, like, run of the mill. And I'm like, okay, well, this isn't really what drew me to this anime, but I guess they're just high school girls, so we're going to have to deal with this. Yeah, exactly. I don't want to deal with that. I wish we got a little bit more of what we saw at the beginning and what we saw at the end. Remember when they go and do, like, their study abroad, uh, like, actual on-site studying? That was interesting. I, I lost so much interest by the end that I just kind of... Uh zoned out i think that's unfortunate because like i actually thought it was cool to like see them working like really with uh you know doctors and with mm-hmm. patients more hands-on like that okay i think i remember you saying that you were kind of disappointed that kind of comes back at the end who is kind of <laughs> <laughs> the one who went to america that they like brought her back to japan at the end, and they're going to, like, finish their studies in Japan, because it kind of felt like a regression in a bit, even though it was really supposed to be a temporary study abroad thing. Mm-hmm. I kind of wish they had stayed separated at the end. I don't think I said end. that. I don't even remember who Kana was. Or someone else on Twitter. Okay. So so you, you still liked it, despite its flaws. Yeah, I, I liked the beginning and the ending more. Um, I think they bookended it a little too neatly with, like, reliving Kana's whole, like, entrance to this world with, like, her and her friends saving someone else on a plane. But it was still, like, cool to see that relationship and then seeing how they grew in their individual studies abroad. If they could just, like, take most of that middle part out, that'd be cool. Yeah. Okay. So we, we both lost interest in the middle. Yeah. Just you managed to recover it. That's right. <laughs> I Good. kept giving it more chances because, like, other people really liked it. And I'm like, you know, I do like singing. So maybe it will redeem itself. Really? I didn't I didn't think other people were watching this besides us. Uh, so we just follow different people, Draggle. I feel like uh, we, we see I different things so. on our feed. <laughs> I follow other people watching Greatest Demon Lord is Reborn as a Typical Nova. Right. <laughs> you follow other people watching Healer Girl. <laughs> <laughs> and the next one, which is Heron's Run the Show. Oh, I didn't follow anyone watching this. <laughs> I had so many people were talking positively about this show. I don't think I heard anything about this, except when yep. we talked about it in our season preview. Isn't it just so interesting how different we are? I think that makes us even better. I agree. 
So what? What this was? Uh, was this the idol show? It was, but it wasn't. Like the like guys that she goes to class with and ends up working for are idols. Oh, that's right. She's like the idol assistant. Yeah, because she just needs a job to fund her like living here in the city to go to school to be a runner. Like that's her focus. It's running. Right. And I honestly wish they could have spent more time on it. Like work sort of takes over her life balancing work in school but you know it was still cool seeing her handle that work-life balance mm-hmm. and it was cool seeing her friendship and relationship professional relationship with these idols i was really scared that it was gonna turn into like a romance situation kind of like what you had with a har and son right Great. and thank god that doesn't happen they support her because they respect her um by the end but like, it never devolves. Like, there's a little bit of a hint of that in one episode where they, like, bring it up as an idea. But then it's, like, quickly dismissed. Like, no. She doesn't have time for love. What she wants to do right now is run. So that was really cool. So this one actually focuses on the female character. It's not, like, Idol Master, where the the main male guy is just, like, a viewer stand-in. Yeah. I mean, we, we do get quite a bit of, like, the idols, like, the them doing performances and her running around, like, helping them and, like, supporting them. But that's because she works for them, right? Uh, but, yeah, I did feel like most of the focus, as it should have been, was on her. Okay. Interesting. So it's it's very – it's not just a reverse gender idol master. No, I didn't think so. Okay. Uh, the one thing I, I had against it really was with, like, the final arc that – was predictable. She has, like, her trio of friends at school, right? And she's been mm. hiding her job from them. And, like, one of them is a secret, like, fanatic for these guys. Uh, she she keeps a secret from, from them. But, you know, our main character is also keeping secret her job. But that is something that she signed, right? <laughs> Non-disclosure. Like, she's not supposed to share that. She's their assistant. But, like, her friend notices that she's, like, oddly close to the guys and becomes more and more jealous. And you see this over the episode. So, like, it wasn't mm. a surprise when she turns out to be like the one who betrays her and like smears her to the public and i thought that was kind of like predictable <laughs> and unnecessarily cheesy at the end and i don't think she got as much of a punishment as she should have like she gets okay. kind of forgiven at the end i would have been like no we're not friends <laughs> you need to work your ass off if you want to like get my trust again and my friendship again right okay so it sounds like a fun show yeah it was good i'm quitting heroine as our next one did you watch this i did i did I like this one, too. Yeah. I, I was a bit disappointed in the end. I thought it was a bit, like, overdramatic. Yeah, it was. <laughs> <laughs> it was fun start, right? It was a fun start, yeah. With uh, him, like, tricking the Demon King. And uh, I liked the, the most of the arcs where he helped the generals solve their their stupid problems. I thought it was pretty funny. Like, at first, at first, I thought Lily was going to be annoying to me. I thought so, too, yeah. Her arc was actually quite endearing, wasn't it? It was, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, you think she's being lazy, she's not paying attention, but somehow it all turns out right in the end. Yeah, I like the the assassin arc, too. Yeah, he's like, I thought this was going to be, like, you know, destruction and death like it should be. Yeah, the second half just became, like, a bit too serious for me. Yeah, where it went into the whole revelation about his actual past and who he is and, like, what he wants from them. Exactly. It wasn't bad, (sighs) but it was a It was a little little heavy-handed. 
especially for this this type of show, which was so lighthearted in the first half. Yeah. I mean, they bring back that lightheartedness at the very end, right? But it mm. is more episodes than I wanted in a row that was pretty heavy with that yeah, sort of drama. Exactly. But still, it was, it was fine. The next one uh, did not have that problem. Love after no. world domination. This was such a simple but fantastic show. Yeah, I, I love this show. <laughs> it knew what it wanted to do. It, uh, it never got too serious. It was nope. always a uh, pretty goofy and fun, fun show. I loved um, almost all of the characters. There were a couple that were, like, questionable. <laughs> Which one was questionable for you? Her classmate that's, like, obsessed with her. Okay, she's really creepy. The one who, like, never shows her face to anyone else. I don't even remember this one. She's one of the um, princess units who, like, always has her face covered, so none of her coworkers know what she looks like, but she's actually their classmate, and she's got, like, a massive girl crush on her, and uh, okay. she, like, has a confrontation with Red at the park, remember? Yes, I do remember this now. Okay, yeah. She, I think, is a little creepy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then the doctor. The doctor is creepy. For sure. Her obsession with, like, children, like, having children and babies. Like, um, I don't know about this fetish, but, like, I could do without this. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but it was a very sweet show. Overall, it had really good feelings, yeah. Yeah, I liked Pink, especially, and the, uh, her, her like, warrior princess friend. Mm -hmm. And the, the insect, was she an insect? She, like, looked like an insect or something. Which one? Uh, she had, like, blue hair, and she wore, like, this bug suit, I thought. Am I making this up? Is this the steel princess? Yeah, like, steel, looks like princess. She's in a... steel princess. <laughs> I was like, I don't think she's a bug. She's a, she's in, like, a Egyptian kind of, like, steel coffer thing. <laughs> she looks like a bug to me. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I guess Egyptians were really into insects, right? Like, beetles, so it has, like, that sort of art style. Yeah, that's that's right. It's a beetle <laughs> Yeah, no, the, the Beast Princess and the Steel Princess were pretty funny. Yeah. But I also liked, like you said, Pink was really cute. I really liked, uh, was it Green? Like, the guy who's traumatized by her, who ended up being her childhood friend, remember? Oh, yeah, that was good, too. <laughs> <laughs> like, that whole, like, him always playing it off like he's the stronger one, he's actually not. It was pretty great. <laughs> oh, yeah, this was a great show. I watched this with Kei Wu, and it was always, like, a guaranteed enjoyable time when we would watch this. Okay. The next one, I, I don't even, I forgot it happened. Netflix jail. Drag out Netflix jail. I know. Uh, I just Netflix. like jumped out. I didn't even seek this out. I was just like scrolling through Netflix and I was like, wait a minute. Oh, okay. <laughs> this is all out now. I guess I'm going to marathon this. And we did. We marathoned this. And it's more of the same vibe from before. Only we have new faces because new heroes, the next it's, younger it's generation is coming up. Too. I don't think we actually said Tiger and Bunny too. Oh, yeah, yeah. Tiger and Bunny, too. So the same heroes, same ones that we saw before. Um, but now they've got, like, juniors they got to take care of, the new guys, the new heroes. And they're also, mm. I guess, the Tiger and Bunny duo was such a success in the first season that now Hero TV is like, guess what? You guys all have to be partners, you know, to, to rely on each other and have that, that support. So that's something that they have to work for um, in the second season, although some of the heroes don't like having partners. Okay. And then there's like this main villain-ish group. Ouroboros, I suppose, was from the first season, but I don't really remember them. But they, they take a big amount of the time in the sequel. And like the villains happen to be like two young boys who were sort of taken advantage of from a young age. 
because of mm. their powers and like raised questionably and then, like they're always seeking strong strong heroes to defeat which is like you keep hearing about these news of heroes being defeated over the course of the season and then by the end they confront our heroes so that was like the big climax at the end and you know it was more of the same as before it was fun but like it didn't do anything new really for me even though it had new characters so if you didn't like the first season then you probably won't like the sequel okay i, I did like the first season but it it wasn't, like, my favorite or anything. You might like this, then. Okay. Did this have, like, the whole corporate sponsorship thing? Yeah, although, interestingly enough, I think, um, you remember how Blue Rose, I think that's her name, how she was, like, sponsored by Pepsi or whatever? She always had, like, Pepsi next. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think she has a different sponsor because I didn't see Pepsi at all. Must not have paid them. Yeah, maybe. And, like, there were some different companies, but they were still present, like, the actual company names. Okay, cool. And final of this tier. Yeah, Trapped in a Dating Sim. The world of Otomi games is tough for mobs. You like this too, don't you? This was great. Yeah. Yeah, I love this show. I thought about moving this to great. I think what it holds it back a little bit is that it still looks pretty average. Like if we're looking at like art animation, oh, sure. it's pretty mediocre. Yeah. But unfortunately, it makes up for that in other areas. <laughs> yeah. It's a very funny show. The, the humor was great. Like, the sarcasm and sort of dry humor of the main character, right? And his, like, yeah. sort of sadistic sense of humor. <laughs> you don't usually get that in anime. He, he's such no. an asshole, but in a, in a very funny and kind in of In a totally reasonable way. way, right? Like, he yeah. just says aloud what we're thinking, right? Except we just, <laughs> we have better manners than to say it out loud. Exactly. Exactly. He, <laughs> That's he why I think he's just he so means. relatable. Yeah. But yeah, this is a pretty fun show because like, you know, typically in these isekai where they go into like a game world that they're familiar with, they like become the hero, right? Like they're out to like get their best ending. He right. just wants a peaceful life, right? <laughs> I think this show is solved from the beginning to the end, just like his interactions with the other characters and every single time he tries to do something so that he can have like an easy life, he gets rewarded and promoted once again. <laughs> exactly. I, I do like how he is an asshole, but he's he's like actually a good guy. Yeah, he is. A lot of these, they have an asshole who he's like pro slavery and stuff. Uh, but this guy is not that. He just says what he thinks. Which is not quite the gentlemanly thing people want you to say. No. Oh, that reminds me. I also really like his uh, team master, the one man he respects. <laughs> that entire thing of like guys serving tea to girls was pretty, uh, pretty awesome. And like, I would totally get tea from him. Yeah. <laughs> it's free tea. Who would say no? And he, he, they have to make like cookies and stuff too. Yeah. I've seen you cook, Drago. That could be you. It could be me. I don't drink tea, though. But, I mean, it can't be that hard to make tea. Don't tell the tea master I said Oh, that. no. I was going to be like, Drago, I think you'd be <laughs> surprised at how much of an art there is to making good tea. I see. Yeah, I think you need your own tea master. I've mastered the arts of good cookies. So that's that's more important, I think. Um, this is a touchy subject, but okay. <laughs> anyway, good show. Enjoyed it. Yep. I figured, would it maybe get a second season? I don't know. I don't think I heard anything about a sequel. I, I don't really need one. one. Wait, really? Yeah, it's good. I think it could keep going if it wanted to. I guess they could, but I also was satisfied with what we got. That's true. It, it was still a satisfying ending. Yeah. Anyway, should we move on to the great shows? 
Let's go. First is Birdie Wing, Golf Girl Story, which I, who would have ever thought I would put a sports anime in the great <laughs> category, much less a golf, the worst sport, even worse. No, I like golf better than baseball. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of golf, but man, is Birdie Wing awesome. Wait, isn't it still ongoing, actually? Yeah. Uh, well, not this season. Oh, it like, takes a break and then keeps going. Yeah. I think it's not even going to be until 2023, dude. I think we have to, we have to wait. Okay, have to survive until twenty twenty three so that I can watch Birdie Wing season two. <laughs> yeah, where they ended, you know, them ending at all like that's that's sadness right there. I feel like <laughs> it would have been best if they had continued, but maybe they had no idea how popular the show would be. Oh, so it's actually popular. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah, wait. Let me let me walk that back. Popular to me. But did you hear many people talking about this show? Oh, yeah. All of my, my Twitter friends love this show. Yeah. So, you know, typically we have pretty different Twitter feeds, but my Twitter feed also loves the show. So, really? like, yeah. Mine, mine I'm not surprised by. Yours I'm surprised by. <laughs> <laughs> There's a little bit of overlap there, I think. But, I mean, regardless, I, I think the show is well-liked. I just don't know how well it's going to sell. Yeah, I, and a lot of times, like, things popular over here aren't popular in Japan. Yeah. Or the opposite. So maybe that's partly why there's such a big break between its continuation. Uh, who I knew? don't know. I feel like when they when they schedule those things, they probably don't even know how popular it'll be exactly. Right. But yeah, this this like combination of golfing and gambling and high stakes playing, like that's good shit right there. Yeah. This one is not really even about the gambling so much. Um, it, that's just like at the start, and it seems yeah, like it's the hook at the start. Yeah, they're moving away from that now to get to go to a sport, treating it as a sport. Yeah, that's what's surprising to me is that you're okay with that. Yeah, it, it kind of reminds me of like a combination of Keijo and Saki, where <laughs> it's like the sport, but a crazy version where they have superpowers. And yeah, how ridiculous can they be? Which rainbow bullet is she going to use this time? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I love the underground golf course. Yeah, me too. But I also liked it when they have like that tournament, like the, the school mm-hmm. tournament where like they're yelling at each other as teammates because like neither <laughs> one of them wants to concede to the other style and they ke- keep hitting the ball into the uh, bunker. Yeah, I-, I love the caddy too. <laughs> trying, trying to help them and they just don't want to listen. Yeah, really looking forward to the next season of this. Same. I think we did an episode on this, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah, so you can listen to our episode if you want to hear more. Well, tell me about this next one, Drago, because I did not watch it. Yes, so Yotan got me to watch this, The Demon Girl Next Door Season 2. And he was right. It was really good. You you would like this one, too. I don't know why I missed the first season. Maybe something about the art style or the premise just turned me off. But You yeah, know, I, I, miss, I missed it, too. Because I think what happened is... Like, the, I watched the start of the first episode, and I thought, like, oh, this is another show about cute girls being cute. Maybe. And that's not even wrong. It is. But it's really good. Hmm. It's a very, like, thoughtful show, I guess. And it's very artistic. Okay. These all sound like things I would like. Yeah. I, I'm pretty sure you'd like this more than me, actually. Really? Okay. Yeah. I feel like I missed out now. <laughs> yeah, you, you should watch this one. I, I think you'll like it. Okay. And anyway... Next is uh, Kaguya-sama, Love is War, ultra-romantic. It was amazing. Kaguya-sama just, like, hits it out of the park every single time, and that is true here as well. Yeah, and this is the third season, I think, and it's still just as strong as the first. 
The question is, is this the end? Do you think they are done? Well, the manga is still going. Oh, is it? See, I'm, I'm not a manga reader, but if there is more and you think it's worthy of another season, then I'm all here for it. Yeah, I think that's the question. Like, This is definitely the climax of the manga as well. And it kind of went downhill. Well, it's still good, but less uh, less exciting. Yeah, I was going to say, I have a hard time imagining them beating this unless we're working towards marriage or something. Like, well, what could possibly top what happened here? Yeah, can't really top that. Uh. <laughs> I mean, that confession was like, wow. <laughs> yeah. And everything like leading up to it and like the comedy is always on point and the characters and like the whole like styling of the animation is just, I feel like it's the best of the season, honestly. Oh, for sure. Yeah, the animation's amazing. They they went all out on this one. It just shows that they look like they're having so much fun producing the show. Exactly. And we had as much fun watching it, too. Yeah. Yeah, but in the manga, like, they still go to school. There's some more stuff with, like, Ishigami and Ino, but otherwise, like, less less plot, I guess. Hmm. I mean, I could still enjoy that, but I don't know if I want that after this. You know, maybe maybe yeah, before this. Exactly. Hmm. But it shows them like starting to go out with each other and stuff. I kinda don't want to see that. I don't know why, but I mean maybe they yeah. can change my mind. I believe if if anyone can change my mind, they can. Yeah. Well I think the manga is ending soon too. So. Oh. Okay. Yeah. But great show. Everyone should watch this one. Mm-hmm. And the next one is all you. Comey Can't Communicate Part 2, which had very similar vibes to Aharon, except I've been watching this longer since this is a second season. I really loved the uh, first season with Comey's, like, complete inability to communicate with people and her just trying so hard and wanting to have friends. And it was completely relatable, just, like, just struggling to make that connection. And it continues here. But what I love so much about this show is that you actually see her progress. You actually see her improvement. And it's, like... Every one of her, like, arcs with one of the, uh, the different characters in her classmate, her classmates, they're all memorable in good ways. <laughs> there are some, like, annoying characters, like, like we talked about, like, the problematic, uh, predatory lesbians, like, that could stop, stop writing these characters. <laughs> but everyone else is pretty good. <laughs> it was actually a really great ending that I'm, I'm not quite sure how they're gonna continue. I'm, I'm sure they could. I bet the manga's ongoing. I, I don't know. But it, it felt like a really good high point at the end. Uh, with her um, at the end of the school year and then at the start of the next school year her and Tadano are in the same classroom so like it's a promising future for her (laughs) (laughs) but I also thought the show looked great too I think they they had a good time I think they also had fun with the uh, animation and the art here in this show Um, I don't think I saw as many people talking about it but it is gorgeous yeah I think uh, well I really liked the art in the first episode too but I didn't keep watching I think mm-hmm. here our Twitter is different too, where I, I I do hear people talking about it, but it's only about how much they hate it and how awful it is. <laughs> Wait, really? People hate this? Uh, Yotan especially hates this show. Okay. Weird. I don't see how you can hate this except for like certain characters. Yeah, I think he hates certain characters. Especially the, the one I hate is the the childhood friend, Osan Ajimi or something. What? Osan Ajimi is awesome. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think making that friendship is what really, like, got the ball rolling even faster to call me making more, 
connections with other people because of how popular that character is. So because she was friends with them, then she was able to meet a bunch of other people that she otherwise might not have, which is true. I I think that's pretty like typical among lots of people's friend groups, right? Is you often have that like one who is the uh, one who gets things going. That's true. Yeah. Kind of makes me think of you. Aren't you like the one that's like the planner of your friend groups? (laughs) Yeah, that's me. (laughs) Uh, And I I also liked, I I guess... uh, because she can't communicate well, and she does have to write things down a lot, but I think they got creative in the ways that she's able to relay her emotions, and there's a lot of showing instead of telling, which I enjoy. Okay. Yeah, glad that you liked it. I guess not for everybody, but I liked it. Good. So we can move on to, which is probably universally loved, although I have heard a little bit of controversy, about spy and family. Oh, so you say spy and family, not... I said it now consciously. I thought about it as I was saying it. I almost said spy X family. (laughs) Okay, well, I'll say spy X family. Okay. (laughs) But I think, like, almost everybody loves this show. Yeah, it's great. I was a little shocked when I heard about some drama regarding it, but I just think those people are crazy. So, what is the drama yeah. regarding it? I had some friend who was telling me that, like, he saw pushback on Lloyd and Anya and there being, like, a creepy sort of romantic vibe. And I'm like, okay, I think they're insane. What? What the First fuck? off, <laughs> like, have they never seen a parent be physically affectionate with their child? Because if like they're getting romantic vibes from this, they are they're looking for something, I think, because I did not get that at all. Yeah, I, you recall after uh, what was that really uh, Usagi drop? I, yeah, I, I see. I I see the signs more, but here I don't see it. I didn't get that at all here, and I—it's yeah. not in the tone of the show at all either. So get yeah. out of here! Yeah, <laughs> get out of here with your feels. paranoia. <laughs> <laughs> but this show is fantastic. I just wrote a review about it. Uh, I had so much fun watching this, and it's not over yet. They're gonna resume airing in the fall, right? Yeah, and you haven't even met your future favorite character, the dog. My dog. The dog. Exactly. <laughs> I was just so sad that we didn't get, we just got like a little hint of him in the penultimate episode. That's okay. He's a good dog. Yeah. I want to meet the dog. I would like to see a little bit more Yor, but overall, I just want to see every, everybody. They're all great. <laughs> yeah, I love this show too. And one last one. Your boy Conming. Another masterpiece. Yes. We are ending our great section on one of the greatest shows of the season, if not the greatest to some people. I, I think this probably was my favorite. I think it was a lot of people's favorites, despite there being yeah. like a lot of other good shows this season. This one is just, it was so unique in its premise. Yeah. Suge Liane leads an idol to victory to achieve world peace. Yeah. So touching. When I saw the little blurb about this you know before watching the first episode i didn't have high hopes i was kind of like eh. yeah three Most kingdoms of the three kingdom shows are terrible right right i was like oh i don't know if i want to watch it look at look at him <laughs> on the on the front there with the art style and the three kingdoms and, and yeah i don't know about this but it was so good <laughs> and then watching it it was actually like this is awesome so i have seen a little bit of criticism levied towards how it's like he becomes more awkward later on him and his like three kingdoms connection and all that how it made less sense as the show progressed and focused more and more on the performances yeah, that's true 
The performance wasn't bad either. I liked their rivalry with uh Oh yeah. Nanami. I really loved like the whole music part of this. I don't typically like idol shows, but this didn't give it that vibe. It felt different. Yeah. And the music wasn't complete garbage too. Yeah, it was actually quite enjoyable. I was like, I, I feel this. Yeah, that OP rolled. <laughs> but um I can see like why they would like feel it was awkward to have him on later on in the show, but I, I thought he was still working. Up to the end. Yeah, I thought so too. And it had rap battles. It had rap battles, which obviously you can do no wrong with rap battles in Draggle's Eyes. Yeah, you can't do no wrong. If Healer Girl had some more rap battles. <laughs> you had a few rap battles this season. We did. There was like one week where I think there were three different shows with rap battles. But I, I totally forgot what they were. Well, you didn't bring it up, but Kaguya had a good one, right? Oh, yeah, Kaguya. That was a good one. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I think that one fine with Kong Min. I, I thought they were they were both really amazing. Yeah, and they were both in like the same week. It, yeah. it was a, a great week for the rap battle lovers like me. <laughs> mm-hmm. Kong Min is probably done. I, I don't really see a sequel in the future. I don't nah, really need one. Doesn't need a sequel. Nah. Should we go on to the ongoing shows before we wrap up? Yeah. There is Aoshi, which is about soccer. I am stalled and I'm behind on this one, but I am still watching it because I love soccer and I, I like the tone that they're taking with this one. I like the character and how he's like sort of having to work harder than the others because he's not as um, experienced as they are. So it's been fun. Okay, good. It's about soccer. That explains why I had no idea what it was. Yeah. No, don't worry about it, Dragle. Just don't worry. <laughs> okay. Not even in your radar. Uh, the next one that is always on the top of my radar is Boruto. <laughs> yep. Had a had a great arc this season where Boruto learns about war and uh, one of his friends tragically dies. What? He decides in favor of peace and ending the cycle of violence. Wow. And, uh, that sounds now, promising. And now he's back to uh, eating ramen. A great show. Everyone should watch it. Mm-hmm. Next is Couple of Cuckoos. Uh, this is by the guy who wrote Yamada and the Seven Witches and Yankee and Megani. We genre. just talked about this one actually last episode. We did. It's uh, very dramatic. I mean, Not I mean, as dramatic as Dragle wants, but maybe that will change. Yeah, hopefully it'll get more dramatic. Yes. Next is, this sounds like a sports one. I don't recognize it. Is, it is a sports one. <laughs> Love all plays, badminton, and it's it's good. It's not bad. It's just, I'm sticking with it for now, but it's starting to lose my interest. Okay. And last is uh, Summertime Rendering. This one feels like a bit of a throwback to the, the 2000s when we had stuff like Higurashi and oh, yeah. all these weird like mysteries at shrines type things. I'm still enjoying the vibe. Like I am always in for a good amount of horror when it's summertime. So I'm here for it. Exactly. I'm I'm enjoying it too, although I've I've fallen a bit behind and it's it's not Same. My, not my favorite or anything, but still good. So that wraps up our spring season and we'll be moving soon with our next episode into the summer show, so you can look out for that. Can't wait. Tune in again to Kaiseki Anime Podcast two weeks from now. Please feel free to send us questions or comments on Twitter with hashtag Kaiseki Anime Podcast or on our individual accounts at Drago underscore Kuhn and at Anime BNB. Listen and review us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify so we can continue to grow and improve. You can also find us on Google Play. Thanks for listening. See you next time.